This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Today is Thursday, September 7th. 2023 new emails show Burisma connection to White House directly ties Joe Biden, of course, to the criminality of his son, Hunter, who is now facing an indictment from Joe Biden. Is he about to flip on pop? Oh, no honor among thieves. And of course, Joe Biden's already used Hunter in a hospital bed for a political prop. So maybe it's time for Hunter to get his. Mike Davis joins the show. The only legal expert that can march us through these dark times and shed a little light on what we are doing. And ladies and gentlemen, my name is Benny Johnson. This is The Benny Show. Something a little interesting and always a little dangerous to do on the internet is to share photos of your family. Photos that were taken this very morning, about an hour before we did the show. Some were noting in the comment section that we're late to the show uh, by a few minutes today, and I apologize for that, but we will be late here and there we will always try and be on time, but we'll be late here and there because we are expecting our third child. It will be a boy this time. I am running out of arms. This is, again, a photo of my family that was taken uh, a little bit before we got into the studio here. And I'm going to be a busy father. Clearly, being a father is the greatest blessing in life. We need more men. We need more husbands. We need more fathers, more present fathers. This is quite literally how we change America. It's how we built America in the first place, having good men and women stand up families, be honorable, serve their gods and serve their children and raise up great young patriotic children. That is what we are doing in our family. Number three on the way. I have this permission from Nurse Kate to post this photo. She works out. This is nine months pregnant for Nurse Kate. Let's continue. Uh, I am running out of arms. This is me on my way to my car to drive to the studio every single day. The girls, uh, my two daughters just won't. They, they never let me get to the studio. They, they, they are trying as hard as they can to make sure that we are late every single day. Sometimes they succeed in the final photo here. This is going to be fun for the comment section. I want everyone to chime in. I want everyone to chime in. That's the new baby. That's baby boy. That's baby boy Benny. We are naming him after a president. What do you think it is? Who is it? I'll give you one hint. It's not Joe. So we appreciate you uh, understanding uh, for us. Kate is now full term and we may have to hop off the show uh, here and there. Right. We, the, the, you'll get an announcement. Obviously, the Benny Brigade will get an announcement. We'll send out an announcement when that happy baby is here and when mommy and everyone's healthy. Uh, we love you all. We consider you our family. And so uh, just want you to know, obviously, what's going on. If we're offline for a couple days. Come on, new baby. Let's go, new baby. Uh, we have another family update for you. The Bidens are going to jail. Maybe a Biden will actually literally go to jail. We mean this. We mean this. Finally. But not if our Republican cucks in the armor, as I would like to refer to them uh, in a turn of phrase, uh, the old cuck in the armor. Republicans are beginning to cuck. They are beginning to run. It is amazing. Like moths to a flame. Republican, like simp members of the Republican House run to corporate press that hates them 
to hop on CNN and to say, oh, I'm uh, I'm against I'm such a virtuous Republican. I'm against the Joe Biden impeachment inquiry, not just impeachment, the impeachment inquiry, just to just to look at Joe Biden's crimes. Uh, there is this disgraceful Ken Buck was like a really, I thought, really good member of Congress from Colorado. He had this disgraceful moment uh, in the last 24 hours where he sprinted to Jake Tapper's show on CNN, of course, because the debasement must continue apace, and betrayed all of the work that the Republican majority has been doing, that we've been doing on the show. We are going to call balls and strikes. We are going to call out our own side. You guys know my take on Republicans. I hate them more than Democrats. Why, Benny? Aren't you a Republican? Yes, yes, I am. Aren't you a conservative? Yes, I just hate them because Republicans will stab you in the back. Democrats will stab me in the face. At least I can see where it's coming from. At least I can try to fight it. And then my own side betrays me like in Braveheart, right? When all the kings left the battlefield and just left Mel Gibson out there alone. So we feel like Mel Gibson out here. Ken Buck, thus proving exactly my point. Here's Ken Buck stabbing us directly in the back. Watch this. And we're going to give you Ken Buck's uh, number. And maybe you can blow up uh, uh, the lines, uh, the phone lines at Ken Buck's office. Uh, with calls telling him, uh, telling, telling him exactly what you think about him saying, well, I've seen no evidence that Joe Biden is tied to Hunter Biden's crimes. Go. Uh, I wanted to get your uh, take uh, on your colleague, Congressman Matt Gates, saying he is prepared uh, to um, force a floor vote on impeaching President Biden. And if Speaker McCarthy blocks the effort, he is threatening to make a motion to oust Speaker McCarthy. What do you think of that? Well, I think I think Speaker McCarthy has said a number of uh, times that he wants to bring a vote on the impeachment inquiry, not necessarily the impeachment, but the impeachment inquiry. Uh, so I think he and, and Congressman Gates are on the same page there. I don't think that there is a, an appetite right now for a motion to vacate uh, Speaker McCarthy. I think that uh, we have three committees that are working very hard on uncovering evidence of Hunter Biden's wrongdoing. Uh, they are looking to see if there is a connection with Joe Biden. If they reach that point where they can find evidence of a connection, uh, fine, I think the Republicans will move forward with an impeachment inquiry. Right now, I'm not convinced that that evidence exists and I'm not supporting an impeachment inquiry. All right, Republican Congressman. They used to call these struggle sessions in communist China where to show your fealty to the Communist Party, you would debase yourself in public. And there are a lot of different ways to do that. But this is your modern day version of that, where you have these cucked Republican members of Congress that get dragged out by their intel agency handlers directly to the intel agency network, CNN, get propped up in their little studios, get makeup on their face so they feel important. And then they backstab all of us. I don't import. I don't support the impeachment inquiry. I haven't seen any evidence of Joe Biden's wrongdoings. Well, buckle up, Ken. Here's the contact for old Cuck Buck's office. I'm going to call out every Republican, and I'm going to do a show on every single Republican. We're going to drag them on this program. Please, please melt down Ken Buck's phone lines. All right. It's time, ladies and gentlemen, you can see here, this is all public information, melt down the phone lines. 
we're going to prove how wrong Ken Buck is. And we're going to start with something very interesting here, ladies and gentlemen, because dropped yesterday is the news that David Weiss is about to indict Hunter Biden on the most indictable crime. We have Brett Tolman, a federal prosecutor on our show, Cash Patel, federal prosecutor on our show, Mike Davis, a super lawyer on our show. All of them are like, wait a second, Hunter Biden's gun crimes are clearly the most indictable thing to get Hunter Biden on. And you'll see how this all ties together with Joe Biden in just one second. Hunter Biden's gun crimes, naturally, uh, are the highest federal felony. They carry like maximum minimums, right? Like you have to go to jail for 15 years. So now the DOJ has announced that they will be bringing in a matter of days the, the the deadline is two weeks from now, but so in a matter of days, but they said in the filing before the deadline that they're going to bring these gun charges against Hunter Biden. These are the most serious charges. Here's the news. Watch. Fox News alert. Hunter Biden will be indicted before the end of the month. Special counsel David Weiss is seeking to charge Hunter with illegal gun possession. This comes after Hunter's sweetheart deal blew up last month when the judge refused to sign off on it. Hunter's lawyer says they had a deal for the diversion program that was agreed to with the prosecutors on the gun charges. Hunter would just plead guilty, keep his nose clean and have the gun charge expunged. So the question is, does the diversion deal still hold? Either way, primetime doesn't believe Hunter's going to serve prison time on gun charges. The two sides are just going through the motions. The real action is on the tax evasion and racketeering which will likely be swept under the rug unless Republicans open up an impeachment case. So what are they going to do? What's going on here? What's the game here exactly? Why are Republicans like Ken Buck, who's up up to this point, but a very good uh, member of Congress, Republican member of Congress. I've supported him on a number of different issues. Why is why exactly is he and Mitch McConnell and all these Republicans starting to go, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. We can't do this. There's no evidence. We don't see any evidence. Why? Why? You will recall how Joe Biden effectively used to do the wax on, wax off thing when it came to being approached about his son and his corrupt business dealings. Joe Biden resorted to and the wordsmith, very smart, intelligent man, Joe Biden, resorted to calling people fat if they asked about Hunter Biden, resorted to demanding push-up competitions with them. Go. Get access to the the president. So if you're you're selling access to the president, just like he is, so you you're a damn liar, man. That's not true. And no one has ever said that. No one. Yeah, I see it on the TV. You see it on the TV. No, I know you do. And by the way, that's why I'm not sedentary. I don't. I get up and 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 no, 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 has done anything wrong, and I did not on any occasion, and no one has ever said it. Now, I didn't say you were doing anything wrong. You said I set up my son to work on an oil company. Isn't that what you said? I just reversed straight, Jack. That's 
But I we, we here on the on MSNBC. All we don't hear that on MSNBC. We did not hear that at all. Look, okay, I'm not going to get an argument with you. I don't want to either. Well, yeah, you do. But look, fat, look. Look, fat. Look. Here's the deal, fat. You want to do push-ups? I'll show you. Show you like I showed Corn Pop. Remember Corn Pop, the young black kid who came from a broken family who was just trying to jump off a diving board? And I didn't like the color, the cut of his jib. He had too much pomade in his hair, Joe Biden said. And so then Joe Biden proceeded as a young lifeguard to try and kill Corn Pop. That's the dark story of Corn Pop. Okay, as a, as a bonus on the show, we will uh, we will play you the the witness to the Corn Pop episode. We've been trying to get to this clip. Uh, there's a, a man named Mouse who is a witness to Corn Pop's uh, untimely fight with Joe Biden, where Joe Biden got rusty razor blades and chains to go after Corn Pop. Oh, we'll play that. Joe Biden's a good man, though. Remember that. Remember, this is the defense, is that Joe Biden's a good and honorable, decent man. The American people know it. But do the sons of good and honorable, decent men flip on their fathers? That's the question being asked right now. Because Hunter Biden's lawyer is straight up saying, this is a political persecution. This has gotten political because it got out of hand and it's starting to threaten the entire Biden empire, the entire regime. Nobody cares about the Bidens. The Biden could drive off a cliff and not a single eye would shed a tear in Washington, D.C. Nobody cares about the Biden. It's starting to threaten the regime, the real people in charge. Barack, starting to threaten the real power centers here. And we're starting to panic. Joe Biden's not a good liar. We have the evidence. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. And we also have people beginning to ask, is Hunter about to flip on dad? Go. The looming indictment is seen as a black eye for President Biden, who has stood by his son through thick and thin. First of all, my son's done nothing wrong. I trust him. I have faith in him. And it impacts my presidency by making me feel proud of him. Did Hunter Biden commit a crime? Have you spoken to your son, Mr. President Biden? So that was over a series of months there. Meanwhile, Republicans are investigating this entire collapse deal that would have gotten rid of that gun. Yeah, baby. They would have gotten rid of it, and now they're going for it. Now, you will recall also, and very curiously, that Hunter Biden's attorney, as we learned in the emails after he quit, he went on a spree where he gave all of his emails, the back and forths, to the DOJ to the New York Times, okay? So all of his emails back and forth with the people that are supposed to prosecute him, he leaked them. Politico and the New York Times got them. And what did we learn from those emails? Oh, baby. We learned that they had threatened to put Joe on the stand. The lawyer was effectively using the muscle and saying, do you wish to be the person that puts Joe Biden up on the witness stand? Because that's who we're going to call in this witness case. And why would they be calling Joe? Hey, Ken Buck. Hey, Ken Buck. Knock, 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 knock. Ken Buck's head was right here. Knock, 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 knock. Hey, 
Does that make any sense, Ken? Why would they call Joe Biden as a witness in his son's criminal trial unless Joe Biden was a criminal accomplice, you moron, you jack wagon? It gets worse. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, and you can see here the reporting, Hunter Biden's lawyers will be putting Joe Biden on the stand. Are they going to do it? Well, James Comer is saying effectively that the entire Burisma operation was run out of Washington, D.C., out of Joe's office, specifically Joe's office, that the emails that have just been released show brand new emails show that Joe Biden was effectively running the intel and PR operation for the Burisma plan. Now, this was, of course, after Joe Biden bowed his head and decided to not run against Hillary Clinton. Barack Obama, who's actually the power vector here, was able to hand him the ripe plum that is Ukraine for the picking the old breadbasket of Europe. And Joe Biden was also handed China. And where did Joe Biden make all of his money? Untold millions from China and Ukraine as a payoff for not running for Hillary against Hillary Clinton. You won't be able to convince me otherwise. Once I heard that, I said, that's what's going on here. And that's why Joe Biden was running all these operations. Comer has them dead to rights. Watch. Well, they had the meeting. And we've had testimony and there's emails, there's more evidence of more meetings where Hunter was told uh, that they needed to call Washington for help. Uh, we've had Devin Archer testify uh, and say that. Uh, there's evidence that points that the Burisma executives were squeezing Hunter Biden to call Washington for help. Uh, so we know that uh, Hunter Biden was communicating with the White House. This email that you just uh, posted was one of many, and we believe there are more that the archives are sitting on, where the Biden, uh, the Hunter Biden legal team, the Hunter Biden PR people, the Hunter Biden's sh uh, shady characters who were paying him were communicating through him to his father back and forth. There was no wall between Joe Biden and his son, Hunter Biden, and his shady business. There's a man who is an Obama employee that came on this program. He's a friend of the show. And he was the stenographer for Joe Biden's trips to Ukraine. And he says time and time again on this program, what they did in Ukraine was use taxpayer dollars, fly Joe Biden, Air Force Two, they call it, and his little gaggle of advisors into Ukraine in order to secure these business deals. That's what it was doing. I know it because I'm the stenographer. The man's name is Mike McCormick. He's a brave person. He's been on this program before. And he's like, I'm sitting there taking the notes. And here's Jake Sullivan, Hunter Biden, Joe Biden. They all traveled to, they'd never been to Ukraine. They all went to Ukraine when they could finally make money there. James Comer saying the same thing. Congressman, and about that fateful day we were discussing when that communication between Hunter's partner, Schwerin, and the White House comms sure. director, mm -hmm. didn't the, yeah, Schwerin, wasn't the, didn't, didn't the vice president travel somewhere right after that? And where was that? He traveled to Ukraine right after that. I mean, we're putting together the timeline. We've been able to get we've been able to get all of the the wire transfers. Uh, we've got the correspondence. We've got sworn testimony. Now we're putting the timeline traveling uh, where Joe Biden traveled. And and you know, there's a pattern here, Laura. He did this in Romania. He did this in China. He did this in Ukraine. The three countries that have paid his family millions of millions of dollars that they can't account for. 
Never, not one time has anyone from the White House or anyone from representing Joe Biden said exactly what this family did to receive the money. I think we're starting to figure it out, especially with Ukraine. He went there to fire the prosecutor who was investigating his son for corruption. There to fire the prosecutor who's investigating his son for corruption. Joe Biden personally used your tax dollars as leverage, of course, in the criminal bribery scheme. Article two, section four tells us that this is how you impeach a president. High treason and bribery. Yes, bribery is one of the crimes, but it's the treason element that I think is so important here. Joe Biden has committed treason. That's, of course, using your wealth that he has no right to as leverage in a criminal bribery scheme that's treasonous. He's a traitor to our nation. It's traitorous. We need to start utilizing terms like this. It is traitorous. It's also utterly immoral, but Joe Biden is an immoral person. We can see that in his own text messages. Check this out from one of my favorite Twitter accounts, Kanoa the Great. You should totally follow this account. It's an unbelievable research account. Not only do we have the FD 1023 that shows, of course, that Joe Biden was intermingling funds with Hunter Biden, $5 million each for the bribe to get rid of the prosecutor. You literally have the text messages. Let's just read them, shall we? Nobody, nobody takes the time to actually read Hunter Biden's text messages. We have them. Let's go ahead and read this. This is being sent to his daughter. Don't worry. Unlike pop Joe, I won't make you give me half your salary. Hmm. I hope you can do what I did and pay for everything for this entire family for 30 years. It's really hard. Hmm. What did Hunter Biden pay for? Well, he paid for all of Joe Biden's bills. You can see here all the electrical bills and all the little fancy additions that Joe Biden wanted to make to his little homes there in Delaware. Hmm. How's a guy, how's a guy who's had so many uh, years in public office and public servant got so many beach houses. Don't make no sense. Hunter Biden paid, of course, for new walls for Joe Biden, new air conditioners for Joe Biden, uh, all of the new asphyxiers. Anybody who runs a business knows that you cannot commingle funds. Ooh, baby. It's going to be very interesting. It's going to be very interesting. And then on the final screen, you can see here that Hunter Biden just straight up admits my dad's using most of the lines on this account. I've been through gracious offerings with Eric and paid the last 11 years. He's talking about paying the phone bills for Joe Biden. Ooh, baby. And those phone bills are gonna come due. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you are worried a little bit about your cell phone and if you are worried about uh, what is happening with it, like the creepy times when you, you know, mention uh, a, a word, a thing, pink elephants, and then suddenly you're served with all these ads about pink elephants. That's because your phone is creepily listening to you at all times, and a bunch of different apps are scraping your data. I don't like having the government apps listen to my data, and I don't like being listened to 24-7 and having my phone being a compromising asset for us. That is why I detox every night with silent Silent is the sleeve which I put my phone into. I shall do it right now. It's a Faraday sleeve. It is safe. It protects me from radiation. It also protects me from the government listening to me. And I put my little silent sleeve right over there. And then I am safe. I do this every single evening because, well, I want peace of mind. And I don't, I, there, there are some things that I still want. To, I know it's crazy. Some things I still want privacy on. You will have no privacy and you will be happy. Yeah, screw you, Klaus Schwab. Go to Silent today. 
slnt.com, slnt. Use Benny at checkout for 15% off with free shipping and qualified orders. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have something that we are very excited to show you here, which is the total and complete and utter collapse now of what is happening inside of the Biden regime. I mean, I, I, it's demonstrable. We had Rudy Giuliani on the other day. It's like demonstrable the amount of evidence against the Bidens. So bad, in fact, that J.P. Morgan, I'm sorry, correction, Morgan Stanley, the bank, did a presentation in 2015, 2016 about how corrupt the Bidens are. We now have that presentation. John Solomon reporting. Right. Uh, this is a new whistleblower. What it tells us is that the U.S. government knew as far back as the spring of 2015 that Hunter Biden was involved in activities that uh, looked suspicious, looked fraudulent, looked like it might have taxes and money laundering and other things involved with it. The uh, it's rare for a bank to go to the Securities Exchange Commission, have a direct contact. Often they just file the suspicious activity reports and move on. Uh, a, one of the top vice presidents in Morgan Stanley went to uh, the Securities Exchange Commission said, you've got to look at this. They were very clear what they were looking at. The opening picture of the whistleblower's presentation is a picture of Joe Biden, Ob Barack Obama, and Hunter Biden sitting at a basketball game. Right below it was a picture of money laundering. Uh, there was a whole dossier presented on uh, Hunter Biden and his past controversies, including being kicked out of the Navy, including being involved with a corrupt company known as Burisma in Ukraine. Hey, the Mor Morgan Stanley figured out that was a problem, even though Joe Biden's been trying to tell us it wasn't. Look, fat. <laughs> look, look, fat. How many push-ups can you do? Is that what Joe Biden said to the bank? We have the presentation. You can see it here. We'll always show you the evidence. Here's the presentation. It's on your screen. Overview of suspicious structures and transactions. This has to do with the Bidens. There's a photo of Hunter Biden right there. This is from Morgan Stanley. Incredible piece here. I encourage you to read it at Just the News. Feds alerted to whistleblower concern over Hunter Biden business deals in 2015. Man. Ken Buck. You Oh, is the text messages enough, Ken Buck? Hey, Ken Buck. Ken Buck. Hello. Okay. So when you can, when you can look at evidence like this and you can just gloss over it and be like, I don't see anything. What this shows me is you're compromised, man. Something in your background, you're compromised. You were approached by an agency. Ken Buck was approached by an agency and like, Hey, remember that land deal or that time you didn't pay taxes or the mistress or whatever. Yeah. You're going to not support the impeachment inquiry into our boy. That's what's going on. Ken Buck is compromised. That's what I personally think. And the American uh, public thinks as well that Ken Buck is compromised, that Joe Biden did do these things. 61% of Americans think Joe was involved in his son Hunter's business deals. China and Ukraine, while VP, a dire new poll for the president finds. So they are losing the battles here. They're losing the battles. Hunter Biden is facing an actual real indictment, finally. We do have the clip of his lawyer saying, this is a political persecution. <laughs> it's amazing to say it. Oh, man. A father against son. And we have the best part of the show coming up. Oh, man, I'm so excited for this. You can see the long knives are out. Everyone knows. We did a show yesterday on how Kamala Harris is like, pick me, pick me. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. I am here to serve. Yes, I'm sure you are, Kamala. 
they know. They know what's about to happen. And also, they know the filing deadlines have long passed in a number of states. I mean, if you're going to do a switcheroo with Michelle Obama, you should have you had to have done it this summer. I mean, to get on the ballot takes like a year. Like, again, there are procedures here. You have to fill out like 30,000 pages of documents just to get on the federal ballot in each state. You have to do it per state. That's why you need a phalanx of campaign lawyers. A campaign law is so odious and obnoxious and it's laborious. But, dude, this is why every presidential campaign needs like 200 lawyers in order to file all these documents to get on each state. Each state has different filing requirements. I mean, I don't I don't know how they do the switcheroo here unless Joe Biden just straight up drops out. Right. That's I mean, I suppose what they're gearing up for. Here's Hunter Biden's lawyer saying, uh, yeah, we're going to go after Joe. What? What? Watch. Um, it depends. As much as the facts and the law should cool these prosecutors, it looks like the heat that's put on by the Republican congressmen who want to interfere in the normal course of what the Justice Department does puts up the heat. But if they are going to focus on the facts and they are going to focus on the law, you know what's changed since July 26? The law changed. And this statute that they cited to the court today has been found by a court of appeals to be unconstitutional. Where else, other than a case in which they are cowering from the political pressure, would somebody be charged with something yeah. that's unconstitutional? Oh, there you go. Ugh, political pressure. Now, we're going to do a full special. I think we'll do the, the Hunter gun special tomorrow. We'll do a full special. But Hunter's seen in photos on his laptop holding many guns. Hunter had illegal guns. Hunter bought a revolver, but he's uh, he, he's he's holding a very different gun naked in one of these photos. Where, the, where are all these guns coming from? Hunter's a gr- gun criminal, and we know that Hunter Biden took that gun and chucked it into a dumpster right next to a high school for little kitties to find. In fact, I think it was his daughter, Haley, that found the gun. Huh? Crazy. I mean, guys, like this is just, hey, Ken Buck. Hey, Ken Buck. What's going on? You got some. You got like the Mitch McConnell thing going on here. How stupid are these people? How cucked are these Republicans? We're gonna call them out. This program, we're gonna call them out. We are not scared. We have no strings to hold us down. That's why we love being independent, and we thank you for allowing us to be independent. There are places that are not independent. CNN's one of them. Oh, this is gonna be great. You're gonna love this. I love white pilling people. It is my favorite thing. What the white pill? is the I will give you hope. This is going to give you hope. Watch CNN, which is, of course, state-sponsored news, which which Tucker Carlson said is a straight Operation Mockingbird network now, fully controlled by the intel agencies. Watch them turn on Biden. Ooh, oh, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. I have a couple of them. Over the last 24 hours, CNN has been just boxing Biden about his little pixie ears. I say that because we learned what a pixie ear was yesterday from the... Uh, plastic surgeon that talked about Joe Biden's weird earlobes and what happens with them uh, and how much plastic surgery Joe Biden's had, how much plastic Biden's had shoved into his body. Well, Biden's getting something else shoved into his body, a massive polling enema from CNN. Go. Get numbers on that. We did, Poppy, and it's a sour mood yeah. out there. It really is, which is which is hard news for an incumbent. Only 30% of Americans think things are going well in the country. Seven in 10 Americans say they're going badly. You noted earlier, 58% of Americans say that Joe Biden's policies 
have worsened economic conditions. That's a majority there. This is why you hear him talking about Bidenomics all the time and trying to get that number lower. It, it makes you think, was it right for them to label it Bidenomics? Right. He's got to convince Americans that he's actually improving yeah. the economy. You see a majority thinks he's worsened it. And look at these attributes. He doesn't have majority support on any of them. 45% say cares about people like you. A third of Americans say proud to have as a president. And down here, 28% of Americans only say he inspires confidence. So, David. <laughs> oh, it's delicious. Everybody got their salt shakers out? Can I get salt shakers in the comment section? Royce, Rolls Royce continues to promise me that I'm going to get a massive salt shaker, okay? Salt shaker is on the Betty Brigade logo. We have a tank with salt shaker on top of it. The Betty Brigade, by the way, like our keychains, are, have been shipped, will be going to your hot little hands very, very soon. We will keep you, we will keep you posted. We got salt shakers here. You guys are going to love this. It's so, it gets so salty. It gets so salty. Watch this CNN poll. W watch them hold back tears on CNN. Give me those salt shakers. Go. Another issue that has been of concern, according to this poll, is the president's age. That is a question that has persistently lingered throughout this campaign. And you see the concerns uh, that voters have there about the president's age, about his health and his stamina uh, going forward. Of course, the White House says, uh, look at him, look at his accomplishments, look at his uh, travels, his foreign work uh, as proof that the president is up for the job. But it is a question that will continue to face this White House and the campaign. Hmm. Oh, oh, you want to know what's even better? Watching them read the Trump polls. Watching them read the Trump poll. The salt must flow. Let's go. Well, Dana, we're seeing what is basically a one-man race for the Republican presidential nomination. Take a look here. Our brand new numbers in this poll conducted by SSRS among Republican and Republican-leaning voters. You have Donald Trump at 52% majority support. Ron DeSantis is next in line here, way back at 18%. Everyone else is in single digits. This is a one-man race. And look at where we had it in June. And you see the movement here. Donald Trump is getting stronger as a frontrunner. He is up five percentage points compared to where he was in June. And look at Ron DeSantis. He is slipping. He's down eight percentage points from where he was in June. You see little margin of error movement, except for Ramaswamy, who's also up five points uh, since June, but is still in mid-single digits here. So right now you're seeing a Donald Trump-dominated race, and Donald Trump's getting strong. Oh, baby. Oh, it's so delicious. It's so good. We're getting one more clip loaded up that just broadcast on CNN. An amazing clip showing buyer's remorse for Joe Biden voters. I love this moment. This moment is like what we do the show for. To see people actually flip, to see people get awake. And the best part about waking people up, the best part about waking people up is watching the most corrupt hacks on planet Earth. This lady's name is Donna Brazil, okay? She's on a different network. She had a di different network. Her name, uh, she used to be in charge of the DNC. You may recall, if you're paying attention, that this is the lady that snuck the old, snuck the old uh, questions off to Hillary Clinton during the debate. You may know Donna Brazil because she's the one who's like, "Hey, Hill, Hildebeest, Hildebeest, come here!" And Hillary's like, and 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 she's like, "Here's here's all the questions for the debate. Put them on your email server and destroy them before before we get in trouble." Yeah. Listen to what Donna Brazil, who's still invited on television after being disgraced, uh, had to say about Donald Trump. He's only getting stronger. 
Democrats. But I have to say something because, George, I'm old enough to say this. Uh, I've seen two movements outside of the social justice movements in my life on the political side. One was the Reagan movement. Reagan had a hold on his base, the country at large. They saw him as someone who was willing to stand up for American values, whatever that might have meant. Now, I thought it was reactionary. Uh, the other movement I saw was, was Barack Obama, hope and change. That galvanized the American people. I've never seen anything like this with Donald Trump. I mean, what doesn't kill you make you stronger? I mean, being convicted, I mean, being indicted, that's making him stronger, raising $10 million, using an ugly mugshot uh, to raise money. This is a movement. And anyone who thinks that you can apply the old political rules to trying to defeat this candidate based on he's scary, he's ugly, whatever you might want to call him, this is a movement. And we have to respect the fact that it's a movement. I'll also just... Mm, this is a movement. That ugly mugshot. Oh, yeah. Oh, you mean this? You mean this? With the parental advisory sticker on it? I should be wearing my mugshot shirt. What was I thinking? I should be wearing my mugshot shirt. You mean this? Alpha Giga Chad Trump? Come on, baby. Come on. People will say this is a Photoshop. It's not. Not. I think this is exactly how it came out of the Fanny's camera. Exactly how it came out of the old Fanny. Oh, ladies and gentlemen. All right. The final one I got for you. Final one I got for you. We should make this. We should. We. Oh, it's called Salt That Lib. Get ready. CNN reporting on how many Biden voters have flipped on Biden. Salt That Lib. And those numbers are looking rough for President Biden. It could be a troubling sign for Democrats and the president's <laughs> hopes for re-election in 2024. Biden's approval rating sinking to 39%. Nearly 39% of voters think Biden's policies are making the economy worse. And close to 70% of Democrats want somebody else to run for president. His overall <laughs> approval rating among Democratic voters, that's slipping from July. And when it comes to hypothetical matchups between Biden and the leading GOP presidential candidates, it's a tight race with no clear winner. <laughs> Except for Nikki Haley. There's Trump. Trump beating leading Biden. President Biden by Look six at the points. Donald Trump ahead by one point of Biden. This all comes right before <laughs> President Biden heads off on a big foreign trip. He said to meet with world leaders at the G20 summit in India. Happy to be joined this morning in studio by our political oh, director, man. David Chalian, with all this new polling. Oh, and so I, much fun. I mean, some people think polls, polls. This one, to me, is totally riveting and fascinating about how Americans think Joe Biden is handling his job, including Democrats. <laughs> yeah, and it's going to set off some alarm bells yeah. uh, in the White House, <laughs> uh, no doubt. You noted uh, his approval rating up. is down at 39%, 61% of Americans disapprove. He's been hanging at that low point, guys, for quite some time. We talk about the mood of the country uh, 14 months out from a, from a presidential election. Not that great. Three in 10 Americans, that's it, say things are going well in the country. Seven in 10 say things are going badly in the country. And 58% of Americans in this poll say that Joe Biden's policies have actually worsened economic conditions in the country. Only 24% right. say they've improved economic conditions. This is why we hear him talking about Bidenomics every day he's out and about in the country. Uh, David, the president is the oldest president in history. He was this morning, he will be tomorrow. <laughs> that's just the reality. And White House officials acknowledge that, don't love talking about it, but have long made the case that's not the kind of pervasive issue for voters. It's not going to be the determinant factor. What does this poll show? 
Well, it's certainly on the mind of voters. We, we'll, we'll see how important it becomes, but it clearly is a major concern. We asked folks, Phil, do you think, are you seriously concerned that Biden's age might negatively affect his ability to serve a full term? Three quarters of Americans are indeed seriously concerned. Three quarters of Americans don't agree on anything, but there's concern there. You see it here too, seriously concerned about his current mental and physical competence being negatively yes. impacted by his age. We and are winning. Concerned that his understanding of the next generation's concerns are impacted. 68% say that. And that and the economy, as we talked about, that is what is behind these numbers. Why Joe Biden is in a sort of dead heat, margin of error race with nearly every Republican tested. Pop yes. noted that Nikki Haley is the exception to that. She's running outside the margin of error. But look at this, Trump, margin of error race, no clear leader, DeSantis, Pence, Scott, Ramaswamy, Christie, they are all with no clear leader. And I just want to note, guys, one other thing that is going to cause agita for the White House team is this motivation factor. Are you extremely motivated to vote in next year's presidential election? <laughs> Look at this. Republicans and Republican-leaning independents have a 10-point advantage over Democrats on that score. Because yeah, Democrats are Democrats are flipping. They are sick. They are sick of what they are getting. The American public, of course, is done with Washington, D.C. They are done with Joe Biden. Democrats are flipping on Joe Biden. 10% of Democrats 10% of Democrats who voted for Joe Biden said, that, nah, they're not going to do it anymore. They're going to flip, according to the new McLaughlin poll. Ooh, baby. Oh, it's going to get spicy. What do we, who do we bring on when we know it's going to be spicy? Oh, if we know it's going to be spicy, we bring on our own spicy red pepper. A man who is known for his spicy ginger appeal, the great Mike Davis. Mike, top of my timeline was a tweet from you saying that your your three-week reign of terror shall commence imminently. And we just played a quite long clip, but a good clip from CNN saying, uh, yeah, ev like everyone hates Biden, including us. Uh, what what do you make of like the current environment in America? Like, because it seems like the regime is collapsing at a very quick pace. Yeah, I mean, Joe Biden was the Democrats' useful idiot, and he's no longer useful. Uh, he's actually... <laughs> a drag on the Democrat Party, and he should be. He's a moron. Uh, remember what President Obama said about Biden. Don't underestimate Joe's ability to F things up. This guy is a total clown. He came in promising to unify our country, and he divided it more than ever. He politicized and weaponized our justice system. He, uh, he drove our economy into the ground. He spent like a drunken sailor. Our interest rates are too high. People can't afford to get homes anymore, or if they can't afford to get homes, they're much smaller homes. Uh, inflation is through the roof. And this guy, what he lacks in competence, he makes up for with arrogance. And he'll, he'll never change. So you have been such a warrior and coming on this program and many, many others. Uh, and I really can't believe that Fox News still has you on. You're so based when you're on there. You are now the officially most based person on Fox. Mike, when you go on these programs, you detail the crimes of the Bidens from a legal perspective and clearly from a governmental perspective. You've worked in the Senate. You've worked in White Houses. 
and you have this morning breaking Ken Buck saying, I've seen no evidence of wrongdoing from Joe Biden. I won't support an impeachment inquiry. I clearly compromised Ken Buck, uh, letting all of us down. Uh, what would you have to say to a guy like Ken Buck? Look, I like Ken Buck personally. He's been a, a warrior and at the tip of the spear on the big tech fight from the right. But he is just simply wrong here. And it's dangerous to our country to have a clearly compromised president of the United States. Joe Biden took a $10 million foreign bribe from Burisma and changed American policy, threatened to cut off a billion dollars in USA to Ukraine if the Ukrainian president didn't fire the Ukrainian prosecutor investigating Burisma and the Bidens. And there are 17 audio tapes, 15 with Hunter, two with Joe, where this Burisma executive is getting shaken down by the Bidens. Well, guess what? This Burisma executive is almost certainly a Russian asset. And so mm. Putin has these tapes, presumably. And so that means Biden is compromised. What does that mean when a president of the United States is compromised? Putin smells Biden's weakness. Obama put Biden in charge of Ukraine back when Biden was the vice president. Biden went on the take. Every family member, it seems, uh, was on the take, except for the six or the five-year-old granddaughter who they finally acknowledged after five years under political pressure. Putin knew this corruption. Putin knew this weakness. He took Crimea from Ukraine. Four years of peace and prosperity. No, no, no conflict with Russia during Trump. And now Biden is back. And Putin, who's a monster, smells Biden's weakness. And now he's trying to take the rest of Ukraine. We're going to see the same thing happen in China. The Bidens were on the Chinese payroll as well. The, the, so they're on the Ukrainian payroll, the Chinese payroll. The two biggest trouble spots in the world are Russia and Ukraine and China with Taiwan. You could see China try to invade uh, Taiwan and try to take Taiwan, especially if they think Trump is coming back into the White House because they're going to try to do it while Biden, while it's under Biden's watch because they know he's weak. They know he's compromised. They know they have blackmail on him. Yeah. So speak, speaking of somebody who really uh, doesn't like blackmails, uh, Hunter Biden uh, now has a new attorney. And I only say that I say that because of the clear evidence, quite frankly, of Hunter Hunter Biden blamed his cocaine kick out of the Navy on two black guys. That this is like a classic Biden family move. It's in it's been written like by the New Yorker, like Hunter blamed two black men for giving him a crack cigarette because those are things totally that just get handed out in D.C. Here is Abe Lowell, Hunter's attorney. He had one guy skip out. Maybe you could help us speak legalese, Mike. We've played this clip, fascinating, from MSNBC, where Abe Lowell goes on MSNBC and starts attacking the White House, starts attacking Joe, saying this is a politicized indictment, and that they're, they've now, because of the sweetheart deal crumbling, they're not going to go after or try and throw the book at Hunter because they're feeling the political pressure. Uh, can you talk me through as a as a lawyer for 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 a very long time in Washington, D.C., what's going on behind the scenes here? Like, could we actually see Joe Biden on a witness stand as they threatened? Uh, is this Hunter Biden turning on his father? No, this is a charade. And I'll tell you why. David David Weiss is the Delaware U.S. attorney. He was handpicked by both Democrat home state senators, which is the tradition, the blue slip tr tradition in the Senate. I was the chief counsel for nominations on the Senate Judiciary Committee when David Weiss's nomination went through. I, I saw the recommendation letter from both home state senators. It's a mm -hmm. 
It's a bad tradition we have that home state senators get a handpick, the U.S. attorney who would prosecute their corruption case, the district court judge who would oversee the trial, and the U.S. marshal who would escort them to prison. But that's just how it works in Washington, D.C. David Weiss covered up and protected the Bidens for many, many, many years. He delivered for the Bidens. For five years or so, it seems like uh, Weiss has been protecting the Bidens. David Weiss received evidence deemed credible by the Pittsburgh U.S. attorney that Joe Biden and Hunter Biden took this $10 million Burisma bribe. He did nothing about this. He covered this up. He tried to create this sweetheart deal to give Hunter and Joe essentially backdoor immunity for their obvious crimes. He let the statute of limitations run on Hunter's clear tax evasion for millions of dollars in unpaid taxes. He got caught with this secret sweetheart deal, this diversion agreement by this judge, this Delaware Judge Nareka, who actually did her job, surprisingly, that, you know, she that she did her job because she was also picked by the Democrat home state senators. She blew up this deal. And now what they need to do is drag out this case as long as they can, because they know the second this case is resolved uh, and Hunter is no longer facing legal jeopardy. He can't claim fifth. Um, he can't plead the Fifth um, uh, Amendment. Uh, right not to incriminate himself if he's called before uh, the House Oversight Committee or the House Judiciary Committee or another congressional committee. Mm. So you're saying that this is effectively a front to give the illusion that they're doing the, of justice and they're really just uh, slow walking all of this to see what happens in 2024. No question. And guess what? They're they're going to drag this out as long as they can. They're going to say to Congress when Congress is trying to investigate Sorry, we can't cooperate. There's an ongoing investigation, which is the, the bogus excuse they always use. They're going to protect Joe Biden. They're going to protect Hunter Biden like David Weiss has done. Even if they bring this gun charge, which is total BS, they're going to make this gun charge go away in a plea agreement or just make it go away after the election. Joe Biden knows he can't he can't pardon Hunter before the election because then Hunter is subject to congressional testimony. He can't plead the Fifth Amendment. So they're going to wait until after November 5th, 2024. And David Weiss is going to play out this to another sweetheart deal, dismiss the charges altogether, or Joe Biden's going to pardon Hunter Biden. Hmm. Well, that will be an exciting uh, moment where you begin to see exactly how all of the regime works. And I think the American people are quite frankly sick of it. And the American people are sick of these bogus shenanigans, legal shenanigans. What we're seeing right now is a move to kick Donald Trump off the ballot. We have a question for you directly from the Benny Brigade from Elaine Harper. Mike, is there any way that Trump can be removed from the ballot? I'm hearing that there is no constitutional reason, but that's never stopped folks with Trump derangement syndrome. Yeah, so Democrats impeached Trump twice. They indicted him four times. And they brought several several civil lawsuits against Trump, including Tish James of New York, the attorney general, bringing a civil fraud lawsuit against Trump for the non-fraud of a businessman paying back sophisticated Wall Street banks in full with interest. That didn't work. They made him Tupac. President Trump is now Tupac, and he's going to win back the White House. And so their Hail Mary is this insurrection theory. They want to disqualify President Trump for running for office under Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, which was passed after the Civil War, the point of Section 3, the disqualification clause, was to keep Confederate sympathizers who, who engaged in rebellion or insurrection during the Civil War out of the U.S. House, out of elected office, because they were undermining the, the Civil War gains and the, the Reconstruction effort. 
And so in order to, there's a, there's a case on this from like 150 years ago, in order to disqualify a candidate under the disqualification clause, section three of the 14th amendment, under section five of the 14th amendment, Congress has the power to pass legislation and Congress has done that. They have passed a an insurrection and rebellion federal criminal statutes, which calls for disqualification if found guilty beyond a reasonable doubt by a, a unanimous jury upheld on appeal. That's what has to happen if they want to disqualify President Trump. The reason they're not doing that is because they don't have evidence. Because how many insurrectionists get to the uh, the Senate floor of a nation's capital, walk through velvet ropes, follow police directions, and don't burn the damn place down. There was not an, erection, uh, an insurrection. There was a there was a protest that was uh, permitted by the National Park Service and allowed under the First Amendment that got out of control and turned into a riot. It was not an insurrection. The January 6th committee looked for insurrection evidence for like two years and how many tens of millions of dollars and they found none. Same with the Biden Justice Department. This is a scam and it will further backfire against these Democrats. They are going, again, they're turning President Trump into Tupac. He's going to be back into the White House after November 5th, 2024. And we think that he will be inspiring many erections when that happens. <laughs> Thank you very much, Mike, for joining the program. Uh, of course, that's a, that's a quote directly from Chuck Schumer, who's very excited about a return for Donald Trump. Mike runs the Article 3 project in Washington, D.C., One of the, the, the premier group to actually fight left-wing insanity. In our course, you have to go support him and you have to follow him on X. Here's his X profile. Man, Mike's going to be rounding the corner. He's got, wait, wait till he's attorney general. Man, it, you get in now. Get in now and follow Mike Davis now. Wait till he's the acting attorney general under Trump. OK, you're going to be thankful that you followed uh, the great Mike Davis. Mike, thank you so much for fighting for us. Godspeed. Thank you, Ben. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I just got to make this very, very clear to you that uh, I, I'm not above potty humor, okay? Again, I'm a young father. There's plenty of potty humor in the house, in our house. That's just how it works when you're a dad. But we do, in fact, have proof of how excited Chuck Schumer was to talk about what Donald Trump was inspiring in him, thanks to our uh, eagle-eyed executive producer, ALX and Rolls-Royce. Here you go. Senators will have to decide if they believe Donald John Donald John Trump incited the erection insurrection against the United States. <laughs> Did Donald Trump incite an erection against the United States? We got to check the Senate transcripts, man. Does the, the Senate's transcript say did, did they read that out directly? And that's now officially part of the National Archives. Donald Trump incited an erection against the United States. Mm. Okay. All right. How can we get these clips so quickly? How are we so spry on our feet? Well, of course, we are spry on our feet and we are quick as a whip because of the sweet caffeine that is rolling through our veins at all times. Unlike Hunter Biden, we get natural highs on this program, and that's uh, thanks to our friends at Blackout Coffee. Blackout Coffee is the parallel economy. They grow uh, the beans for their coffee right here in the sweet United States of America. It's brewed right here in the incredible state of Florida. Not only does it taste great, 
but they are a company that is proud to support our American conservative values. Give them a try. Ladies and gentlemen, I drink them every single morning. It is actually wonderful. I have made the switch. Blackout Coffee powers our show and is presented this morning inside of a uh, tumbler with ice. Still a little hot in Tampa. It doesn't cool down. It doesn't cool down for like another month. Yeah, the, you know, you can. It can be Halloween here, and you can you can be uh, you can be schwitzing under your mask. So, ladies and gentlemen, we will continue to drink our uh, iced coffee in the morning. You can join me by going to blackoutcoffee.com slash Benny, blackoutcoffee.com slash Benny. Use offer code Benny on your first order to get 20% off blackoutcoffee.com slash Benny. All right, ladies and gentlemen, what do we have? What do we have here? Do we have some cringe? Okay, we have cringe. All right, cringe Jean-Pierre. Cringe Jean-Pierre will end the show with sweet cringe. So old cringe was back at it again. We talked about yesterday how the greatest honor you can get is a Medal of Honor. There is no higher honor in the United States military. Joe Biden was at a Medal of Honor ceremony and just walked off like a doddering jackass for no reason. He just left. And everyone, the, the, the Secretary of Defense, like the reporters, everyone's like, the hell's that guy doing? Where is he going? Joe Biden just leaves. And he leaves the man... Uh, the respected American Medal of Honor recipient, a man named Arnie, Army Captain Larry Taylor, uh, just cry alone on the stage. It's a horrible thing to watch. It's a terrible thing to watch. This is our normal cringe for the day. sick monster leaves a American veteran who flew his combat helicopter under fire into a hopeless situation to save a group of Americans. That's what uh, Larry Taylor did, Army Captain Larry Taylor, and that's why he's receiving this, the highest honor. In Vietnam, he flew his helicopter, effectively saving the lives of like five Americans uh, at, the, at, at great peril. He could have absolutely perished. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there is no one who believes she deserves the Medal of Honor more than Cringe Jean-Pierre, because Cringe Jean-Pierre was asked exactly about this because nobody knew what the hell Joe Biden was doing as he leaves that sweet old man, American war hero, of crying on the stage alone. Pretty craven. Uh, the craven mendacity of it uh, is quite jarring. But not for Cringe. Cringe was back, baby, saying that this is why Joe Biden... Pooped his pants and had to run away. Go.
The president took off his mask, uh, as I said he would, to deliver incredibly powerful remarks about this captain, Captain Taylor, uh, and what he did in service to our, our nation. And he wanted to honor uh, the captain. And for a brief time afterwards, he also uh, didn't have his mask on, as you just laid out. Uh, and he left as planned, as it was planned. Uh, he left uh, when there was a pause in the program in order to minimize, to minimize his close contact with attendees uh, who are uh, who are about to participate in a reception. And uh, as you all reported that, noticed that he left. Uh, uh, when there was a pause in the program, because again, he wanted to minimize uh, certainly uh, uh, his impact on folks who were there. Mm, okay, got it. So, what about all the other times that Joe Biden just wobbled off the wrong direction through the White House, left an event like in the middle of it? What are all those other times, huh? Apparently, Joe Biden has been exposed to COVID, and we know how viruses work. So, Joe Biden goes up and Joe Biden goes up and like effectively hugs the guy. Like you have to like give a person a hug, an old sniff from Joe to give him his medal, and that's that's not. So you have to you can be that close to the American war hero, but in order to protect everyone else from COVID, Joe Biden had to flee the stage, jump off the stage, and flee in the middle of a prayer. Science, I do science. Hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, we've done a number of us uh, mathematic equations, much better at it than the White House, and we know that we are going to ship you the sweet Benny Brigade keychain directly to your doorstep with the official Benny Brigade stamp on the back with the tank, with the salt shaker at the front of the tank. We got it, baby. It's been made for you by American craftsmen, 100% sourced from here in America. The leather, the beautiful golden flashing all of it comes from right here in this country that's actually kind of hard to do these days because of these awful people that have sold out everything that used to make america work to foreign countries well we have done it here it has been made handcrafted for you in this country and it is the official keychain of the benny brigade these are inbound to our fulfillment center right now we've we get the emails we know a lot of people want them and they will be shipped directly to you please join the benny brigade today uh, BennyJohnson.com backslash brigade to support our work, keep us independent, and to ask questions of our guests. A lot of other special little perks and privileges uh, that we will be rolling out in the future. The fastest growing uh, and number one subscription network on the internet to accompany the fastest growing streaming independent show on the internet. And we thank you for that. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are thankful this morning. Uh, and we will look to Proverbs for our verse of the day, Proverbs 3, 3. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. Hmm. Love and faithfulness. Bind them up and wear them. We sure do love doing this program every single day, and we are faithful to those who we love. We consider you family. We uh, are really, really proud of what we're growing here, and we are humbled uh, for your support, and we thank you for being part of it. It's your boy, Benny. See ya.